uh, the nerdy scoff laws. <laughs> the um, geek crime laws. The geek crime It should uh, be a whole segment. You heard of Jim Crow. Not, no, whoa, 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 <laughs> sorry, I don't know where that was coming from. The story is a comic shop in Moncton, New Brunswick, Canada, was burglarized for uh, rare magic cards, Magic the Gathering cards. Mm-hmm. The uh, thief only took magic cards. So he had the whole place to himself. He he busts in. He he's got it all right there, and that's all he takes. Yeah, you. It's know. like a, in modern comics. There's nothing worth more than the Magic the Gathering right. cards. There's well, literally just, nothing worth more. It's like the bank robbers in the movie, though. They go in and they just take the things from the safe. They don't go to the vault because they know it wastes time. Maybe he just knew what he was doing. So he grabbed, you know, uh, the things of value and was out. It's a professional we're you talking can about here. You resell those for probably more than you can imagine. Magic cards are ridiculous these days. Yeah, yeah that's one thing that gets me though. It's like. Like, this dude knew exactly what to take. He went specifically for these cards. So He's this been casing this joint for a while, man. Yeah. You have to have it's... a place to sell it also. Yeah. Like, you have to know enough about magic cards, not just know which to take, but also know where you can get away with selling them. Get a buyer. Is it the magic card black market? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I used to do tournaments, <laughs> and they're really... I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say black market, but there's definitely Gray market. all but people selling them out of their Obsidian trunks market. in the parking lots. Yeah. That's crazy. In it's tournaments, you got especially rarer cards. Yeah, you got to be careful. Like other players will actually swipe some of your yep. cards it's if ridiculous. you're not protective of it. Damn. Yeah. They also do shady stuff at tournaments where they'll fake that their sideboard includes a couple extra cards that clearly was not in their sideboard. Hey, what's, oh, wow. look what yeah, fell there's a the nefarious underground to the Magic the Gathering community. Well, are you sure you can divulge this information? The uh, they're gonna ma- come the, after the, the me. They're gonna send some lab rats after me. Mm-hmm. I know. There's counterfeits too. Like, yeah, like they the will they'll print thing. out the card mm-hmm. and stick it in a sleeve, and no one they're hoping that no one's gonna say anything about it uh, and say, "Oh, is that printed?" Like, yeah, that's what I, that's what I was uh, wondering because we live in the age of 3D printers and everything where, you know, Xerox can get things so nuanced, you know, you can actually make legitimate looking. Everything's getting better. 3D print a gun. Fake fake IDs are getting better too, you know, I work in the bars and stuff, they just, modern technology is really assisting on the counterfeiting. Holograms and everything. So Magic the Gathering cards, aren't they uh, serial numbered or anything? I don't think no, so. They're not. No, no. Yeah, I mean, okay. Some of the cards in this collection so, include a um, a Black Lotus Unlimited, Black which goes Lotus. for three thousand and up. So what? Yeah, yeah. What makes it more valuable? Just the rarity of it. It, it is the rarity. So when they print out a new set, they print out X number of cards, and once they finish that print, they don't print out anything new. They right. print out a new set. Sometimes they'll reprint a card, but the card that was the rare card that's in an older set still remains rare and expensive Mm. simply because it's part of that set so you have the set and then the card name, and then yeah. that sort so of... So it sounds like you know guess. a lot about this. What's the... Yeah, you know a lot about card theft, Johnny. Where were you on the night <laughs> of... Uh... Well, what's the most expensive card? Is there is there one in particular uh, that's like, like the Honus Wagner baseball it, card? With it is like the Black Lotus. Of, yeah. It is that one, but... Because Lotus is printed upside down by mistake? Yeah, it could have changed. But that's what it was and what it has been for a very long time was the Black Lotus. Like, everyone hailed it's like the Holy Grail. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you have a Black Lotus? Okay, so here's my question then. Are these ultra-rare, valuable cards actually used in competition? Are actually used in magic gaming? Amy, okay, you and I are having a, this hardcore throwdown. I'm going to use this zombie card worth like 500 bucks? So it varies by what it is, but some of the cards, for example, Black Lotus, that one is much more valuable due to its rarity, but there's other cards that are more valuable due to what they do, their effects, if you will. Mm. And certain cards are like, I don't want to say overpowered, but something that might just basically be almost an instant win, if you will. Like, there's a lot of things that can make or break a game. And if you have those, they cost more because they're more sought after. But they're also not something that you can easily get. 
Yep. Okay, and the so Black Lotus in particular is one of the most overpowered cards in the game, and they can't play in tournaments unless it's the tournament type that allows for everything. Mm. But in general, the turns are either Type 2, which is the most recent stuff, or Legacy, which is everything except for the overpowered cards, and Black Lotus is one of the overpowered it's cards. It's very similar to, I used to do also um, Pokemon gaming tournaments, mm. and it was like, you can't play with your legendaries, for example. Like, if you made a team, you couldn't just be like, and here's my six Mewtwo's. Like, you couldn't, it's it's the same sense of, you couldn't have these rare things that knock you so far above the other players. Mm. But back to the original story, what's so interesting is, now that these cards have been stolen, where do you sell these things that you won't get caught? It's almost like fencing jewelry. If you steal a well-known you know, necklace or a diamond or a piece of jewelry from a prestigious place, how do you fence that? Yeah, you question you that. can't just roll up to the next tournament and be like, oh, I conveniently no, no, uh, have on. this card. You're not stealing this to like sell it. You're stealing these to add it to your collection. So like, for every time you open it up, you'd be like, ah, yeah. look what I got. Well, <laughs> and if we, are, if we are selling it, like, how, how rare are we talking about? Like, How rare is Black this Lotus card? Black Lotus is exceptionally rare. The people that are higher level collectors probably know where they all are. Not literally, but you, right, so you like, can't just out of go to a con and be like, oh, I'll take this Black Lotus from your case. Uh, so do we know I, how many by number are there like out there? It, like, there is a, a known number, which is the number of boxes of that set that were printed out. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely in the thousands, but there's also you know wear and tear. Cards get ruined mm. or lost. So it's some subset of a few thousand of these cards. There well, that's was, what a, I was asking about serial numbers though, because no, that seems like a no, lot to keep tabs on. They don't. Yeah. So they can actually steal the card and then sell it on eBay or whatever. And unless the owner, the original owner of it, marked the card, which is stupid. Uh, there's no real <laughs> way. It's a worth three thousand dollars. I put a big X on it. I know it's a little blade. different. It reminds me of uh, the Ninth Gate, that book with uh, Johnny Depp, and it's like the rare book collection. There's three copies of this book, and he's got to go and verify each one. Similar to that, I guess, where the people who know them probably know where the other ones are. The you know this is kind of going back also like the Isabella Stewart Garden Museum has the whole like stolen painting stuff. For uh, for those who don't know, there was a, a big painting heist there many years ago, mm-hmm. uh, completely unsolved. We don't know where they ended up. So they many haven't turned up. So, many. so it's almost similar to that though. It is probably perpetrated by a collector. These are not things that are probably going to end up being sold. Well, the these, dude that these took are not these. things that are going to end up back in circulation because how do you take something iconic and then sell it? You'd really have to have the connections to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If he just walks into his next card shop and says, "Oh, I want to sell you a black lotus," like that's not going to go no. too well. It seemed like this was thought out. Like I said, he didn't take anything else, no. so he just went in and he wanted this one thing. It seems either he had something set up, or you're right, he's not going to just throw it back out there. And, uh, dude, he wants guy. he wants it for yeah. himself. Dude, well, yeah. dude, 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 what's up? I was just going to eBay and there's like a whole bunch of black lotuses and all like. Super expensive, man. Yeah, so well, it's, probably, have, it's probably not that, that hard to sell it either. What are we talking about? How much, how much are they? Uh, the highest one right now is 125000 Okay, what's the lowest Jesus. one? Lowest one. Like seventeen. Wait, 125000 125, Yeah, that's what the man said. More, uh, more luck to you, yeah. buddy. Let's see. Wow. Lowest see that, one, lowest yeah. one. How'd you put your kids through college? Oh, well, I had eight, a black eight, lotus. Eight. $800 That one's probably marked. They uh, dog-eared that one. Yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. Well, what I was yeah. thinking is um, this dude went in very very meticulously, went to that case, 
crack that case open and just like gingerly put each one into his pack. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll laugh so. maniacally. I didn't know they were that expensive. I guess that's why it's a new story. Well, okay, the managers put out an APB on the store's uh, Facebook looking for the suspect. So if anyone's out there, let's see, he's a, uh, about 5'5 five, five to 5'8 five, scrawny man wearing a white, gray, uh, light-colored hoodie and maybe wears glasses, you call the cops right away. <laughs> yep. Johnny, I'm looking at you. Yeah, right. <laughs> was this was this in our neck of the woods? Man, well, you know Canada. you were. That well, was... before, before we leave this story real quick, I just mm. want to say to our, to our listeners and stuff, uh, on a Magic the Gathering note, one of my favorite cards is called Enthralling Victor, mm. and I feel like everyone owes it themselves to look up Enthralling Victor Magic the Gathering card and just enjoy the artwork on that card, which is a glowingly attractive man with his like a shirtless brawny man surrounded by goblins, and one goblin is just gawking at his abs, <laughs> and he's enthralling Victor. Enthralling. Oh, okay. Enthralling Victor. Victor. And while you're at it, look Victor. for my favorite card, LeBron's dick. <laughs> it's so named because it's so over... No, I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> All right, so next news story. 